Hey friends, thanks so much for tuning into the Inner Revolution podcast. Are you ready to be changed? Well, let's go. Uh, just lift up the Lord together and celebrate Him. Amen. And uh, just like we heard in prayer and heard in music, um, this is such an important day. Uh, we are sobered, as Andy just mentioned, in the slide of our culture where what's been hidden is now very exposed and we are confronted with not living a neutral life but living a life of faith, living a life of, of truth and uh, God is faithful, amen? He's faithful to us personally, He's faithful to our families and obviously He'll equip us for the mission. Amen. So I just want to take a moment and pray with you and just share, I've been asked to share a little bit about uh, toxic masculinity, which is a mouthful, and hopefully uh, you'll come away with a personal word today, okay? So Lord, thank you. Thank you for these men. Thank you for the families represented. Thank you, Lord, for the ministries represented. Father, we are uh, sobered. We are, our hearts are broken for our nation, for our country, uh, for our communities, uh, for uh, what's going on. Lord, we just pray that uh, you would encourage each one, that you would give us a word, a personal word that has power, uh, conviction, and also uh, confidence as we lift you up, that you would push back the enemy, that you push back uh, just the, the wiles of the devil, and just bless these words. May they be your words today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, um, I, I'm not here to talk about myself, but just to say, like you, uh, we have been stirred up. We have been stirred up to lean into the Lord and to be more proactive than ever. And I think the devil's plan is to have us, in 2310 of Proverbs, is to shrink back. And uh, isn't it amazing that God gives us what we need as we go out in faith, as we lift him up, as we lift up the banner of truth, the Bible. And I want, to, I want us to consider just two people today and uh, thinking about this, this theme of toxic masculinity. And uh, first of all, I just want to say in, in Psalm chapter 8, there's an interesting question that is written there, like, what is man? What is man? And I think as men of God, we have... Uh, been given the privilege uh, to be initiators of the kingdom of God. We have been given the privilege to be conquerors, amen? Uh, we've been privileged to uh, really act in the image of God that we've been created. But the devil has contaminated that, hasn't he? In uh, 2310 of Acts, he says uh, that, we are, that he has perverted the ways of God. And it's no mystery today with gender confusion and the liberalism and the tremendous godlessness that has touched every aspect of our society. Um, I was with my son the other day and, and, and he asked me questions as an eight-year-old that I wasn't prepared to answer until he was a teenager. Uh, but that's good, isn't it? It's good that the devil is right in our face. But, but think about this, that we... We have a beautiful privilege to stir up 
our pure mind, which will push back uh, the contamination and the infection that we see everywhere. And our focus today is not infection and contamination. Our focus is Christ. As we lift up a clear uh, image of who Christ is, as we lift up a clear character and nature of who God is, then the devil is resisted every time. Every time. And I just, uh, you know, I want to consider a couple passages with you in the, in the Bible, but toxic mas- masculinity, one writer says that it's, it's having a privilege, but not living in the responsibility of that privilege. It's living unto ourself. It's living in selfishness. And, and don't we see that today? We see that in our own lives, uh, unfortunately. We see that in the cultural slide and the cultural uh, you know, value system. But God has given us the amazing privilege to walk in the, resp- the responsibility of being image bearers, to be uh, countercultural, countercultural. And that's going to happen as we walk in the spirit, if we like it or not. We're going to be countercultural, right? Because this, this earth is not our home, right? We are preparing to meet our God and preparing to... Uh, not only meet him, but celebrate him in all eternity. Well, when we think about masculinity, so many think that being a man is, a true man, really can be toxic. But, but actually, the way God has made you and I is for his glory. And he has made us to be secure with healthy emotions that lead people in the grace and truth and love of God. A true man, a sacrificial man, a, a servant leader, one that is, uh, as I was talking with one brother today, that operates in humility in 1 Peter 5.5. 5. And uh, in contrast, in contrast, there's the toxic masculinity, as we've said, that is derived from uh, self-love, narcissistic, and uh, just a selfish Mindset that we want to fulfill our own will and our own dream. But I love this here in 1 John chapter 4, verse 8, that there, there's a term I want to leave with us today called an agape masculinity. Don't you love that word, agape love? Agape love, God's love, God's perfect love. And in 1 John 4, 18, it says that when we are perfected in this love, that we have no fear. And our world is crippled in fear. It's crippled in anxiety, crippled in panic. Men and women, for that matter, are shrinking back because they're self-oriented. But God says, I have perfected you in my love. I have given you an agape masculinity, which means that I am loving you in a place of health. I am loving you in a place where as you fellowship with how much you are loved, you will love others in that same love. Because let's be honest, it's impossible, difficult, it, it, it can't even be comprehended if we are to do what we are to do based on our own strength, right? We will quit, right? We will, if we're honest. But based in the love and truth and conviction and the grace of God, guess what? There's a constant ministry that stirs up our pure mind to remember the words of God, to remember the words of God. So as men, 
We have been given an agape masculinity. Think about that. God loves us, not for our own self, but to share the love that we have been freely given. And this is in 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. Well, the narcissistic man, the metro man, the modern man, is a broken man. And he projects an insecure image so that he can prop himself up to feel good about himself. But I love this, that our message today is not a message of self-esteem. It's, it's a message of self-identity. It's a big difference, isn't it? Yeah. Self-identity. It's not, I'm not a self-made man. Uh, and, and anything good in our lives is by the grace of God. But we are a, we have an identity. Who we are is because of who Christ has made us to be. 1 Corinthians 15, 10. I am what I am by the grace of God. So titles, background, experience, what we've done, it all comes second, second to what we are all about today. And this is where our unity stands, is, is all because of who Jesus is in us. So the toxic man, the metro man, the image-driven man, the man that is driven by finding his worth in his, in his job, in his career. You know, when we get all that we get and we find that we're still hungry, we, we begin to reassess. I remember uh, being in Madison Square Garden a few years ago in an elevator with an NBA player, and we were doing a chapel with the New York Knicks. I was with the chaplain, and I remember standing next to a man that had it all, uh, everything. And uh, I had a conversation with him, and he said, you know what? I, I was empty until I found Christ. I was full of myself, dreading myself, and lost. But when I found Christ, I had a new identity. It wasn't me defining me. It was now God defining me. It was God defining my mission. It was God defining uh, and giving power and agape love. I'm just so encouraged today that the devil will want us to forget that. He'll want us to move aside. He'll want us to do it in our own strength. Uh, one writer says this, Philip Yancey, the world can do all that the church does except one thing. It cannot dispense grace. It cannot dispense grace. So when we think about an agape masculinity, when we derive ourselves from the identity of love, this changes everything. It changes our motivation. It changes our self-esteem to self-identity, where we maybe don't feel good all the time, but we know the truth of the matter, regardless of feelings. Isn't it a good thing to have healthy emotions and to derive ourselves not based on failure, because failure is not final with God, but we can, we can uh, get back up again and say, Lord, it's by the grace of God I'm standing before you today. It's the grace of God that gives us, uh, that keeps us from being stuck in our emotions. Now, um, you know, one of the privileges that we have been a part of for many years is to travel around the world and to minister as a missionary pastor. And we've done that in the four corners of the earth. And one thing that we have seen is that the toxic masculinity is very insecure, isn't it? Insecurity. And this is what John is talking about, is when you're not perfect in love, 
you're insecure or I am insecure. And this is where we see such a provision from God. And in Genesis 126, it says, you are made in the image of God. You are an image bearer of something perfect. You and I, that you and I reflect the authority and mission and purpose and are ambassadors of Christ. This is what this world needs, amen? And I know I'm speaking to men of faith here today, but I am stirred up with you about our, our, our families. Mother Teresa said this, if you want to change the world, go home and love your family. I love that. We start at home, right? We start with our neighbor, right? But we are not neutral. We're not passive or apathetic. Like, like there's two different uh, examples we could say about toxic masculinity and healthy masculinity. And number one, Absalom. Absalom's a good example, isn't he? Uh, situ a situation turned him toxic. And I'll tell you, that's the devil's plan. Life, he wants us to be bitter. And God says, I don't want you to be bitter, I want you to be better. I want you to go deeper. I want you to go deeper with me. This is, this is what Joseph did, and Absalom didn't, right? The world says, I want you to be wide, I want you to be a mile wide, and I want you to be an inch deep. Want you to be superficial, talk the talk and fake it. But God is saying, I have to bring you deeper. Absalom, and it was a horrible situation that happened to his sister. But that situation turned Absalom toxic. And there are things in our lives that will try to turn us toxic, bitter, angry with God, to slide back, to kind of pull back. But what happened with Joseph? There's many scriptures I can give you today. 2 Samuel 13 through 15 and Genesis 37. Joseph didn't get toxic. What happened to Joseph? Joseph was, he went, he leaned into God. He said, Lord, I don't like that I'm being sold into prison or sold into slavery. I don't like that I'm uh, framed and brought into prison. I don't like the fact that I'm forgotten 12 years in jail. Imagine that. It, some writers, some, some people say that Joseph was in jail clo close to 12 years forgotten. But what happened to Joseph? Joseph leaned into God. Joseph sought after the Lord. Joseph did not make the situation make him hard. He let the situation break him. And you know what happened with Joseph? He went from the pit to the palace. And he was second in command, and he, he led in a healthy, healthy way with an agape masculinity. Okay, his brothers show up, right, Genesis 45, and he could have crushed them. Toxic masculinity is all about selfishness, all about revenge, all about self, 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 what I believe I deserve. But an agape masculinity is how can I serve how can I love? How can I pray? How can I lay my life down in 1 John 3.16 to lift up Christ? It's a world of difference. And I, I want to show us something here in Isaiah 51. Uh, Joseph, uh, God gave him the power because God could trust him with the power. It's true, isn't it? God, God says, I'm going to give you what you need and I'm going to promote you because you're going to lead many in righteousness. And in righteousness. Now, as a father, I have an eight-year-old. I have an amazing son. As a husband, um, 
It is a constant decision. It's a constant decision to receive that love, to orient myself to that love, to be motivated by that love, right? To let God love me so that we love others in that same quality. Uh, and isn't that a privilege? Isn't that a privilege? It really is. Uh, because we can take the privilege and not the responsibility and live for our own selves. And guess what will happen? Nothing eternal. Nothing eternal will happen. You know, one writer says that when we stand before God, the sum of our life will pass through the glory of God. Think about that. When we stand before God, and that'll be a beautiful day, the sum of our life will pass through the glory of God and whatever is of the Spirit will remain. Right? We read that in 1 Corinthians 3. So what an amazing opportunity that God has given us in time to reflect this perfect love, to receive this perfect love, to be energized by this perfect love, to uh, be countercultural. And I love that. Countercultural. We've never really received much persecution. I mean, I've been in China over the years, and we have seen, uh, you know, churches that are underground. Maybe that might happen in our country. I don't know. But God is preparing you and I to be countercultural. Wise, but countercultural. Wise, but also bold, right, in Romans 1.16. So... We have been given an amazing, amazing calling, an amazing uh, privilege. I, I love this word. But, but in Isaiah 51, if you have your Bibles, uh, boy, time just goes by. We're almost done. Can you believe it? I'm hoping that God gives you a word in what I'm saying today. Toxic masculinity, right? We know it starts when it starts with me. But when it starts with Christ, when we lead from this place of love, this place of truth, then we reflect the image of God. We reflect the image of God. We grow and are strong in the grace of God. What, what, what does our nation need today? It needs grace-oriented uh, men and women of God that are not afraid to uh, reflect a perfect uh, Christ to not have a theology of apology. I'm not going to apologize for anything if it comes from Christ. Sure, there'll be the spirit of love. Sure, there'll be a demonstration of the spirit, but no apology. Men, don't apologize. Don't apologize. If I could strengthen you today in that. Uh, one brother said to me today, don't hold back when you, when you share. And I, I love that. Henrik said that to me, I believe. But I love that. It's like, as men, we are made to lead, made to serve, made to provoke. I mean, our nation was born on men of God that went countercultural and that were healthy inside. And they were receiving an agape masculinity. Well, Isaiah 51, I love this. This reflects uh, a healthy man. Listen to me, you who follow after righteousness. That's a great statement right there, isn't it? Listen. Listen and your soul will live. Isaiah says that. If we're not listening to God, then we are listening to other things and other things are leading us. 
Follow after righteousness. You who seek the Lord, right? Follow after righteousness. Flee the toxic man. Lust or sin or temptation will have power in his life. But to the humble, the one that says, God, by the grace of God, I am what I am. And we surrender uh, and God gives us power in those clutch moments. It says here, and to the hole of the pit from which you were dug. Isn't that a great statement? Remember your roots. Remember where you came from. Remember everything in your life is because of Christ in your life. And I just think to remember our heritage, to remember our roots. And it goes on to say this. Look to Abraham your father and to Sarah who bore you. For I have called him alone and blessed him and increased him. That's my prayer tonight, amen? Amen. That God has called you alone to him. To him. It starts with him. The mission starts with him. The message starts with him. The power starts with him. The, The evidence and the reward starts with him. And then he blesses us. And then he increases us. He increases us. So I don't know about you in these last days... Um, in these days, I want to be increased in the Spirit. Amen? Amen. I want to be increased in the Spirit. Because the world is a jungle. <laughs> the world is a jungle. And Absalom, I don't want to be an Absalom. I don't want Absalom. What happened to Absalom? He got so wrapped up in vengeance that he went against his father. He, lo- he lost his mission and lost eventually his life in a tree. But what happened with Joseph? Joseph said said the same thing that Job said. If you slay me, I will trust you. 1315 of Job. If you slay me. That's a radical statement. Lord, I don't want to be slain. I I want a good life. I said, well, you'll have a good life according to my goodness. That's how I want it. Joseph said, I'm not going to get bitter. I'm going to get deeper. I'm not going to get bitter. I'm going to get better. I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go large in my own eyes. I'm going to get smaller in my own eyes, like Saul. Right? I'm going to go small. And God says, I will make you great. So I just want to encourage you today. Thank you for these moments. And just to encourage you that as we kneel in prayer, as was said so beautifully earlier, as we humble ourselves and surrender God in Daniel 10:19 God will lift you up God will strengthen you in his love and maybe that's one last verse I can leave you with 10:19 of Daniel oh man oh man oh man greatly loved by God and that was Daniel right we just heard that that's you and, and being commissioned in that love will stir up the pure ministry of Christ and the power of God will defeat the enemy in your life experientially, moment by moment. Amen? Amen. 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 So Lord, bless these thoughts, bless these men, and fill us with these words and these truths. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, friends, for joining us for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. Please find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode.